singing choirs within the state of Mississippi, and that's none other than our own radio choir. Let's receive them both as they come with our song service on this morning. I have the faith that sees the invisible, expects the impossible, receive the incredible.
savior like a shepherd We need your tender care. I see that pleasant pastor feed.
right there beside you. Amen. The psalmist said, I will lift my eyes to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord. Certainly, we've had a wonderful song service on this morning. God bless you, Evangelist Holland. Amen. All the way from Longview, Texas. Amen. We had a, uh, you really thrilled our hearts. Amen. And we're looking forward to hearing from her again tonight. Is that right? Amen. She will be with us in our night services. Amen. And she is a full-time evangelist, so who knows? She might even be bringing the word of God. Amen. But we are looking for God to be with us, meet us here in our evangelistic service on tonight. It's now time for the most important part of this service. It's now time for the preaching of the word of God. How many are hungry on this morning? Amen. And you need to hear from God. Come on. Amen. We have a very capable man of God, amen, that's here to bring to us the rich word of God. And I'm talking about none other than our own pastor of the Greater Bethlehem Temple Church. Let's put our hands together. Amen. Stand to our feet. Let's receive this great man of God, Bishop Philip Coleman, Sr. You know, I can't listen to that song too much. When you know, you know. When you know where your help coming from. Just some of your help, but all my help, all of my help. David said, I'll look to the hill, but which cometh my help? My help cometh from the Lord. Not just a little of it, but all of it. All of it. What about you? Huh? Can't even live without it. Can't do nothing without it. That's the reason that Solomon said, in all thy ways, acknowledge him. Everything you do is say. Bless us again this morning. Very happy to be present in God's sanctuary and to be among God's holy people once again. I can't help but to say that as he quoted, he said, I am Alpha. And I'm Omega. I'm the first and I'm the last. I'm the beginning and I'm the end. So he's everything from A to Z. I feel a little different this morning. 
I don't have that mixed emotion feeling. But somewhat of a happy feeling. And I feel that things must be beginning to line up the way God wants them to be. I feel that he is visiting his holy temple this morning. Amen. Before we finish, I'm looking for a, a cloud. Right back from the dark. But the presence of God is in this place. How many can feel it right now? Hallelujah. I tell you what you do, just keep on looking north. Amen. And there is a certain atmosphere. God let me know which way he's coming. And I just look for it. Amen. Now you'll be able to see it too. If you look the way that I'm looking. Amen. I was speaking to someone here yesterday, a day before. Uh, I believe it was our, the architect I was speaking to concerning of the city of David. Do you not know that it is building up in my mind that the city of David is going to be another Solomon's temple? When you get in trouble, regardless where you are, hallelujah, whatever is wrong with you, and you can't make it to the temple, the city of David just looked that way. Hallelujah. I shall have life everlasting all in my Savior's hand. I shall have joy for the earth. Oh, in my Savior's free from this world and his soul, free from all
yourselves. David said, I'll take heed to my ways. So you better take heed and watch what you say. Amen. God don't forget when we say things. They tell me that I wouldn't compare him with that, but with you since you don't know uh, it's somewhat like an uh, elephant that an uh, elephant never forgets you. You do something to him once, aggravate him, and you can go back to the jungles or you can go to the zoo. He'll never forget you. 
If you be good to him, he'll be nice to you. But if you aggravate him, and if ever he get a chance, he gonna pay you for it. <laughs> and then tell me he's so forcible with his trump, with his snout, he can throw a brick a rock through a double wall. He's got that much power. So you better watch God. For there is a book of remembrance. Now just because you forget, you say things, you promise things, you forget what you say. And I feel good about myself sometimes forgetting because uh, most of you lay it on old age. But when I see young people forget it, I say, well, Lord, thank you. I'm, I'm all right. Amen. But I want God always to remind me, even though I might forget, but I want him to remind me of what I promised, of what I said. I love the word of God is because I know that God is not a man that he should lie. I never caught him in one. I'm not looking to catch him in one. A lots of people say that the Bible contradicts itself, but that's not true. It's just the way that you interpret it, the way that you understand it. I'm getting a little feedback here, a little feedback for some reason. Amen. I was singing that song for a reason a few minutes ago, holding my Savior's hand. Now you were singing it, but Paul said, when you sing, you ought to sing with a meaning and with an understanding also. No doubt everybody in here, even though you didn't notice so much, you was following it. Holding my Savior's hand, that's all right. Viewing the promised land, that's all right. But when you say nothing, nothing on earth will stop me. You're making a vow. Huh? You're making a promise. Nothing on earth, nothing, nothing. My God, and you can count up everything. But look what you're saying. And God hear you. Nothing on earth can move me or stop me from holding my Savior's hand. Nothing can cause me to be disconnected. He writing it down. He don't have to have a pen and a pencil. My God, I don't know how he can do it. And I ain't about to try to find out. For I'm like Job, such knowledge is too wonderful for me. Amen. But I was singing this song because my subject this morning is 
a broken vow. A broken vow. I'm sure that we all are guilty. And when I say all, I mean all. Even myself. But you got to start somewhere. You got to start repenting somewhere. But if you don't feel that you're wrong to you, you are not wrong. I tell you many, many times, sometimes people say, I want to go back to the altar. I want to go back and seek for the Holy Ghost. Though I believe I have it. Look, if you believe you have it, you ain't going to repent to get it. The Holy Ghost is no more than the Spirit of God. And he gives that to you when you make up your mind you want to live for him. Sometimes when a couple is courting and they may be unequally yoked. Now God speaks against being unequally yoked. Now some people don't understand that. I heard over the air, the radio the other day, Somebody was trying to condemn and contradict the thing that they had heard. And I, I, I don't know, I believe that they were hidden to me. Because the way that they put it out, they was my words. Hallelujah. God said, be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. So they jumped from there to 1 Corinthians, the 7th chapter, in the 10th verse. I say, man, you're going down my alley. But he couldn't even quote and explain it. The 7th chapter of 1 Corinthians in the 10th verse, Paul is speaking to saved people, not unsaved. Are you dummy? I'm saying that because I'm on the air. I know he hear me. <laughs> He's speaking to saved people. Not one saved and the other one is not. You're unequally yoked, but he is speaking to two saved people. The seventh chapter and the ten vice. And he said unto the marriage, he said, I command. Yet, he said, not I, but the Lord. He said, let not the wife to save wife depart from her husband. But, and if she depart, if conditions are there where she, that's going to stop her from walking with God, or that's going to hinder her, they can't get, a, and you can't get along with everybody sometimes. Huh? Uh, some, if you ain't got the right one, you'll wish you was off somewhere in the wilderness. If they're going to hinder you, 
but a saved people. Sometimes two saved people will become weak. Oh, you ain't strong all the time. You don't need to look at me like you ain't did nothing wrong since you got the Holy Ghost. Huh? But I'm glad that God know how to make a way to escape. He said unto the woman of the wife, he said that I'm speaking and yet it is God, yet not I but the Lord. Let not the wife, let not the wife depart from the husband. But and if she departs, let her remain unmarried. Huh? Or if you think you're going to mess up while you out there, he said, come back and be reconciled unto your husband. And let not the husband put away. See, you can't put your husband away, he put you away. He got you and he can put you away. Let not the husband, the same husband, put away his wife. Didn't say that. Well, he got it all messed up and said it the other way, trying to condemn the thing that he heard. But I'm not on that. If you come to Bible class, if you're listening, you come to Bible class, amen, we'll get it straight. <laughs> amen. Wednesday night is Bible class, and we'll get it straight. And to all the listeners, amen, we in the Lord, along with you, we'll have a time. But my subject is a broken vow. Now let's go to the book of Deuteronomy chapter 23 and verse 21. Oh, that's not where I'm going to do my preaching from. But God got something here he wants you to notice. All scriptures is given by the inspiration of God and they are profitable for doctrine. So you can always go to any parts of the scripture, the Bible, that you would like to go as long as you know how to rightly divide it. Amen. Amen. The 23rd chapter in the 21st verse. When thou shalt vow and vow. Wait, now God didn't tell you to do it. Amen. We had a wedding on yesterday. Is a couple here today? Are they here today? Ah, ah you know they ain't here. I don't know nothing is better than this. Not if you're out here, I'd say, I don't know nothing is better than this. Now, if you're going on the honeymoon, that's something different. But if you're still here, Lord have mercy. <laughs> oh, that's true. I wouldn't miss this for something else. Because I can get something else later. But I can't get this later, my Lord. Do you understand what I'm saying? Huh? 
This is very valuable. I can put something else on the waiting list, but I can't put this on the waiting list. I'm sorry. All right. 2321 said, when thou shalt vow a vow. When thou shalt vow a vow. Now listen to this now. Now this is not where I'm going to preach from. Amen. But I'm getting to you line up where you will know. Amen. And understand the message. When thou shalt vow a vow. Unto the Lord thy God. And you vow this vow unto the Lord thou God. Thou shalt not slack to thou pay it. Thou shalt not slack to pay it. To pay it. For the Lord thy God, thou, the, the Lord thou God, will surely, he'll surely require it of thee. Don't you hear that? Listen to it now. And Read. It would be sin. It would be sin in thee. In thee. Did you hear that? Read. But if thou shalt forbear to vow, uh huh, it shall be no sin. It shall thee. be no sin. Because God didn't actually do it. You done it on y'all. But God said, since you've done it, I'm going to hold you to it. We got so many things to give and encounter. Do you know this take in your marriage? This take in everything? Uh, amen. The, a vow is nothing no more than a promise. A solemn promise. And God said, I'm looking for it. One more. Then we'll leave that. Ecclesiastes, the fifth chapter and the fourth verse. I'm just about, whether you know it or not, I'm just about halfway through preaching. And you don't even think I done got started. <laughs> you done got way up the road waiting on me, and here I am just, amen. Maybe getting ready to make the water call. Then you, 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 you think, uh, when he gonna preach? My God, I'm preaching now. Amen, amen. He clearly lasted the fifth chapter and the fourth verse. Listen to this. When thou vowest a vow unto God. When thou vowest a vow unto God. Defer not to pay it. Uh-huh. For he hath no pleasure in fools. All right. Pay that which thou hast vowed. Uh huh. Better is it. Better is it that thou shouldest not vow. It would have been better if you had never made the vow. Than that thou shouldest vow. Uh huh. And not pay. Did you say that? Now let's go to the book of Psalm. Thirty-four division of Psalm. Lord, this is the scripture we get on and we can get so happy and rejoice from this scripture. And we feel that we can speak just like David. Regardless of circumstances. Regardless of how the way that you feel. Sometimes you can open your mouth too wide. 
lot of the time that I say some things you do, you can't undo them. Some things you say, you can't take them back. They go, they go, they go with the wind. You can't see them, you only can hear them. But once you speak, once you make a vow, regardless of where you are or how you feel, the vow is gone out. I believe that you ought to count the cost. I think you should be quick to hear but slow to speak because words go around. Hallelujah. You may have spoken in the east and as they make their circle around these coming back to you again saints of God should be very careful and don't take your words lightly and especially when you're talking about God We don't want God to deceive us. And let us not try to deceive him. Don't you know that David just didn't speak words just to be speaking them here. I know sometime in a Bible class or maybe a sermon how we speak these words and they sound good to us. Amen. We know that they are the words of David. But we don't realize how much David had gone through and how hard the battle was for him. You haven't thought about the time that he sat down many times before he got to the 34th Psalm. And what all he went through with before he wrote these words. But I want you to know what you is about to hear from David again, which bring the wise back alive. It's still telling you to watch what you say. I don't think David was trying to include nobody else. He didn't say that someone should join him in the thing that he was saying, but he personalized this thing. This is a personal pronoun. 
He didn't say we would or we should. Are they? He said I. Hallelujah. I lift up my eyes unto the hills from which cometh my help. Then he got over here and he said, I will bless the Lord. Lord have mercy. I'm going to do it. Everybody may not can do it, but I know who he is. I know my Redeemer living. I know that he is God. I know him. I will bless him. Regardless what I'm going through with, I will bless him. If I get knocked down, if I be destroyed almost by the enemy, I will bless the Lord. I'll bless him at all times. When things are bad, I'm going to bless the Lord. Amen. I may go from day to day and I can't see no sunshine. There is no light. There is no friend, no wear out. I may not have food to eat. Amen. All of these things I already have considered. But I made up in my mind. I'll bless the Lord at all times. Hallelujah. In good times and bad times. I'm going to bless him at all times. And his praises shall continuously be in my mouth. Hallelujah. It's easy to say. But this is a vow. And God is looking for you to pay your vow. He said it'll be better not to make a vow and break it after you done made it. But when you make a vow, amen, he's looking for you to pay the vow that you made. Yeah. Hallelujah. I want you to read for me. And I want you to begin to examine yourself. Amen. And see to it that God won't hold these things against you. And if you find yourself being guilty, then you must repent of the thing that you've said because through ignorance we can say so many things just, be, just because we heard somebody else say them. But we need to know where God can get the glory out of the thing that we've said. He said, I will bless the Lord at all times. At all times. Now think about that. At all times. My Lord. You know some days you can have rough days. Huh? Bad days. Hallelujah. You can have days that you can't even explain yourself. Sometimes you have days of sadness. Sometimes they're dark days, they're so dark until you can't see your way. 
You have to feel your way. Sometimes there are times that you don't know whether God is with you or not. For in the midst of your trouble, the devil speaks out. David said, I searched for him on my right hand. I couldn't find him. On my left, I couldn't find him. I saw backwards, I couldn't find him. I couldn't feel him. Hallelujah. And that's the time the enemy starts to talk to you. Hallelujah. So he said, well, I know he's supposed to be around. So I'll tell you what I'm going to do after I search myself. And I can't find nothing wrong that I've done. I'm going to just start praising him. Lord have mercy. You know praises is good. And he dwell in the midst of praises. Have you ever praised him when you couldn't even feel him? Lord have mercy. Have you really praised him when time was hard? And all that you can say, thank you Jesus. And that's why the song said, when I think, Lord have mercy, I've got to carry my mind way back. When I think of the goodness of Jesus, when I was out, how he brought me in. When I was low, how he picked me up. Is Aretha Franklin said, meditate on him. It's good to meditate on him sometimes. You may get out with no words to say, but sit there, lay there, kneel there, and meditate on him. In the midst of your meditation, he'll come from somewhere. Hallelujah. He'll show up when you can't utter one word to pray. He said, when you got speechless where you can't say nothing, then I'll let my Holy Spirit come in. The intercessor. Hallelujah. To give words that you weren't able to utter. Hallelujah. Sometimes we just say, mm, mm, Lord. I don't know what Sister Hubbard was saying when she was singing this song and every now and then she was talking and saying, mm, but it had something to it. Hallelujah. But God knows. Heavy in spirit. So heavy until the words outweigh you. Hallelujah. But he is right there. Hallelujah. So he said in the midst of all this, I'm going to praise him at all times. Now he's looking for you to do it. At all times. Huh? I wonder how do you feel and how do you, I don't like to be around uh, uh, sometime, folks. Huh? Unless I could really understand what's on their mind. But some people is witchy wash. Huh? They'll speak to you today and be so glad to get around and say, Praise the Lord. How are you? Tomorrow they won't even speak. 
and you ain't done nothing to us. You go to him and say, how you be? I feel all right. The pastor's there. But you don't act like he no pastor no more. You put him right with the others. Come along. Good morning. What have I done? And then I'll say, how are you? I'm glad that God ain't no sometimey God. He's the same today. Ain't you glad? I don't want a sometimey wife. When I smile, I would like for her to smile back at me. Huh? Hallelujah. But God, He's the same. Did you hear me? He is the same. He wants us to be the same. He wants us to be serious. He wants us to have that type of love and kind of love that He has. I'll bless him when I feel like it. I'll bless him when things are going my way. I'll bless him when there's no trouble around. I'll bless him when folks are speaking good things about me. When I'm being lied on. Huh? When I'm being hated, when I'm being persecuted, huh? When things ain't going my way, is that right? I'm gonna bless him, and God love to hear that. I'm gonna bless him at all times. <laughs> but the bad part about it, whilst I'm blessing him. I got to praise him. And I got to open my mouth to praise him. And sometimes you don't feel like preaching. Is that right? You don't feel like praising. You don't feel like preaching. You don't feel like singing sometimes when you don't went through the mill and you've been persecuted. You've been lied on. You've done been put down. Level with the ground, so to speak. And in spite of all of that, you've got to give God praise. You've got to raise up. You've got to get some strength from somewhere and lift your hands and say, Lord, I know all these things are not true, but I thank you, Lord. I thank you. I praise you. Hallelujah. I'll praise him at all times. Some of us, Mr. Mark, this here is the place to dress up. To get ready to meet the bridegroom. Did you not know this is the dressing up place? God sent you here to be wiped on. Oh, y'all don't like that, do you? To prune you. To trim you up. To help you to get ready to go back 
because the cry is going to be made after a while. All you need and you don't have it, God give it to me to give it to you. Hallelujah. You don't know that, do you? The devil will slip anything in the cup. You ever saw in the movie when there's a woman, the man wanted, or whichever way, vice versa, he could kill if he wanted to, but he don't want to do that. He just want her to go to sleep. So you slip a sleeping pill or whatever it is in her drink or in her cough. It makes no difference. Amen. And it causes her to go to sleep. And she'll be talking and all of a sudden she feels dizzy and she's gone. The devil can work on you when you're asleep. Huh? But you can't be asleep and serve God. Amen. For God wants you to be at your best at all times. Now what you need to do, and I hope you know who I'm talking to, before you can do or make up your mind to act on your own, since there are many spirits out in the world, you need to come to the pastor and say, Pastor, amen, I believe the Lord told me this, or the Lord told me this, and let the pastor help you make your decision, because you can't make decisions by yourself. You've got to listen to the man of God because his many spirits is out there waiting to deceive you. And you've got to understand who God is. Woo! Don't act on your own. The devil visits this place too. He visits your home too. Your job, everywhere you go, the devil is there. In your automobile, he is there. But my God. God told me, I'll never leave you. Huh? I'll never forsake you. He didn't tell you that. He didn't tell you that. He told the watchman on the wall that. Huh? He told the pastor that. In order to keep them straight, I got to keep you straight. It's because you is my mouthpiece to them. Y'all right. ain't gonna listen to me. Huh? Don't be like Moses' group. And it's better to say, I believe God told me this. But God going to get on some folks from lying. So sure that God told me this. If he did, he hid it from me. And I'm going to call him in question. If he hid it from me. And he must give me an answer. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, you don't have to say amen, son. It is the truth. Huh? This is God's word going out, huh? And God's word has no respect to person. I'm talking to everybody. And if you don't say amen now, when you get a tape, look on it and listen and say amen. Bishop is right. What are you looking so hard for? Yes. (laughs) 
That's a condition, that's an atmosphere. Amen. In this place. Amen. I wouldn't call it rebuking or fussing, but this is making you wise. It's because the devil wanted to bring things to you that to make you think it's God. Talk to me, Daddy, because I'm coming to you. Hallelujah. It's right. You better be aware. Different auxiliaries starting up. Sometimes things unseemly. Amen. If you're holding some sort of a meeting, I need to know about it. I, you can say all sisters if you want to, but when it comes to that meeting, I must be a sister because I'm included in that meeting. There's nothing that you can organize or start that the pastor can't be in. If the pastor can't be in it, something is wrong with that. From your prayer service at home, from your family services, huh? Giving good advice to your family. You need to say, Pastor, we're having a family meeting over here. Would you like to come and join us? If you don't want me to say nothing, I won't say nothing, but I'll be in that meeting and I'll be listening and looking for good advice that you're giving the family. If things in there ain't right, I'll tell you later. Daughter, mother, or dad, some of the things you said was not expedient to your family. It wasn't the best thing to say to your family. Hallelujah. Invite him in. Look at the wisdom that is gone out of the door because you thought you was right with your little understanding and you wasn't right and the devil walking all over you. Huh? Walking all over you. Now there is a word. The hint to the wise ought to be sufficient. Is that right? You ought to learn sometime. Oh, some of y'all just look at me now just like I was your dry up. Hallelujah. But I'm talking about making a vow. You promised God that you would obey him. You can't obey him ignoring your leader. Hide nothing from me, he said. Hallelujah. How will I know how to give you good instruction? Sound doctrine. If you just lean to your own understanding. Hallelujah. The devil is on that rampage. Huh? He's walking. He ain't got nothing, but he's looking for something. Is that right? Making tracks. He's restless. Waiting to find an opportunity.
opportunity and he takes advantage of every opportunity where it is slack and no chain is stronger than his weakest link. He'll rush in there. Yes, you will, Brother Captain Head. Y'all better wake up, you preachers, you preachers, you preachers, you missionaries, whoever you are, God wants you to declare war on the devil. The devil like he do things to me. He made me forget to put my suspenders on. Every night and then you see me do that. Don't worry, my pants ain't gonna fall off, so I might get tired of doing this and just let them drag, but that's all right. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't you know the time is at hand? And the devil is a deceiver. There is a way that seems right to man. God don't deal with the labels like he deal with the pastor. Well, you are responsible, so said he. So we need him. David had the opportunity to kill his enemy. But he didn't do it because he knew that God said, touch not my anointing. Hallelujah. Yes, you could kill him, but it was, what was it? God telling you to kill him? You got to know the spirit of God. You must know the spirit of God. You must know when God is speaking. And God never speaks something that is not in the book. It's in the book. So all you got to do when you find it, rightly divide it. How do you know how he was feeling when he wrote this 34th division? Was he happy when he wrote it? Was he alone when he wrote it? Was he weeping when he wrote it? Was things well when he wrote this? Oh, may I demonstrate. I will bless the Lord. Yet I'm not in the church. I'm not in the sanctuary. I need food. I'm isolated. Seems like everybody has tightened the guts to me. Seems like I can't get in touch with my God. But I'll bless the Lord. I don't feel like it, but I'm blessing him. Because I know what he's done. I know who he is. I'll bless the Lord at all times. Help me to do it, Lord. I bless you. Yeah. I'll do my best to praise you at all times. Oh, my 
friend. What kind of mood was he in when he said that? Was the tears coming down? Was he saying that because of joy? Was he saying that because things were well with him? You don't know. But the thing you do know, he had counted the cost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Stop using those words if you're not going to do them. It's because it is a vow you are making and you just read in the book of Deuteronomy. He said, if you don't mean it, don't say it. It's better not for you to make a vow. He didn't ask for it. You said it because somebody else said it. Everybody don't know how sweet he is. And you ain't got no business even singing that song. He is sweet, I know, unless you really know he is sweet. But I do know he is sweet. I'm like David, I said, he really tastes him. And he said, oh, taste and see. I don't already taste him. I want somebody else and say, oh, taste and see. The Lord is good. He is sweeter than any honeycomb. Any honey that come out of the comb. And you can't eat too much of that. It's too sweet for you. Oh my Lord. It don't take but a little of it. Put it in your coffee. It's good for everything. Amen. It'll stop you coughing when you cough a lot. Lord have mercy. Amen. Oh taste and see. That the Lord is good. He is sweet. Listen to this now. I've got to move on. So I'm still. Amen. Second verse. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. Don't you see? I'm boasting about him. I'll boast to the world. I'll boast to my enemies. I'll boast to anybody. Amen. How good God is. How powerful he is. How strong he is. How mighty he is. Amen. He's stronger. Amen. Than any other God. My soul would make her boast. <laughs> In the Lord. And you know he loved that. God love for you to boast in him, but not brag on yourself. Because you ain't nothing, you never will be nothing. And them that think there's something, all God got to do is say, well, look, I'm going to do. I'm going to just take my spirit, and you, you'll be the same old nut. You'll be the same old dog you was before you got acquainted with me. And here you have stood up now, thank you somebody or something. You ain't nothing! What did he say? The humble shall the, hear thereof. Now the humble will listen. The humble will take heed. Did you hear that? But when you're so proud, I know God told me this. Then why don't you know he told you to listen? I know God speaks to me. 
God can speak at this moment. The devil can speak at the next moment. Oh, that's right. That's right. The devil don't like me because I expose I put his business out in the street. What do you say? My soul? My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. Shall make her boast. <laughs> shall pray. Shall do some strutting sometime. In him. Listen. The humble, the humble shall hear thereof. And now let me tell y'all something I'm up here because I'm preaching. I don't know whether you're throwing a hit to me or what have you, but a preacher that's really preaching or a speaker that, amen, he may get spittles around his mouth. He may get something up here, but don't bother him, amen, because I thank you even when you ain't talking to me and you wife, then I go to wife it. The devil just want to get my mind off of, amen, what I'm doing, amen. So let it come on down, amen, that I'm speaking, amen, because I can't. Think of this and then think about the word of God too. And sometimes, I don't know why you're even talking to me. Amen. There's a sister that be sometime over there in the, in the dining room. And I be eating. And amen. They, they come by and they won't say nothing but they are. And then I'll instead of eating. And I didn't get it. And they'll do it again. And then I'll do it again. And then they'll do it. I say, why don't you get it off then? <laughs> amen. So sometime, amen, it may be like that sometime. When this sister who can really sing, and I believe she put all of herself in it. And I mean, she can sing too, can't she? Amen. God bless you. She can sing. Amen. So you can't go up to her. Amen. You can't look good and do that. Huh? Amen. It may be something else wrong. Is that right? I'm trying to tell you something. You can't look cute. Amen. To the audience and then let God, you let come of whatever it is. Sometimes it may be spittles, a slobber coming down here. Let it come on down as long as you trying to get the word over. Amen. To the people of God. I don't know who to believe. I see you reaching up there. I guess you might be talking to me. I see you reaching over there. I, I don't know. You may be just, I, I don't know, but I'm getting confused around here. Amen. And I may think it's, it's something in your flesh that's moving and you're trying to get that off. Amen. Sometimes something moves, you know, in our flesh, you know, up on we think it's something crawling and it ain't nothing in it. Amen. So I don't know. And then I see him over there. He 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 done, he done. Amen. So I don't know what to do. Let me shut my eyes where I don't see nobody. Where I don't see nobody and just preach the word. Hey. Making her most. We most and we bring on different people. I hear people, even from this congregation, oh, I got the best pastor, we got the best pastor in the world. To you. 
but others don't think so. And yet some pastors or some members don't think they pastors worth a dime. They do. Now I'm not talking about Holy Ghost still pastors. Because God has to make us. Hmm? Did you not know that God is molding you now? Did you not know that you was in the mold? Is, is that right? Did you not know you're in the mold and God is making out of you what he wants you to be? Amen. But you won't let him because when he gets you, he thinks he got you shaping up pretty good. The devil going to come in and throw something hard in the mold. And God have to tear you all the way back down. Tear you all up. Make you soft again. That's setting you back. Put you back in the mold and start again. And the devil gonna come again. Amen. I tell you it's something that I want to do. This is on my heart the other day. I'm glad of you ministers. I'm glad of you. I'm happy because I think myself to be blessed to have this many ministers. Now when I say ministers, I'm including missionaries, whoever because it ain't no different. Amen. If you're a missionary, whether you're a woman or man, amen, you're a minister. You fits in that category. Amen. So I'm glad to have you because a lot of churches, are, there was a time we didn't have none. Bishop holding me back. Bishop doing this, Bishop doing the other. Amen. Because I was tight. But I thought I was too tight, so I opened my hand. And some of y'all got away. Oh, I can tell. Anytime you are up, anytime that you think that you know when you really don't know, he that thinketh he knows something, amen, he don't know what he ought to know. So I let it happen. But I'm proud of you. If you can understand leadership. Yeah. Hallelujah. 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 I know what you think. Read. My soul, my soul shall make her boast in the Lord. Shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble. Isn't it nice when a wife can say, oh, I got a good husband. Isn't that, isn't that nice? But how many wives can say, oh, I got a good husband? I know one can say it. One do say it. I don't know what's happening. But you can wake this one up any time of night. She'll say, oh, oh, I got a good husband. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. It is a good husband. Amen. That's good. She don't get behind his back to see that. And he is, I think, he is a nice husband. Because every time I hear him, he says, dear. <laughs> I believe he's a good husband. But how many can say what she say? And back it up why? Why, she said. Now, I'm not talking about my wife because I know I got a good wife. 
I'm going to ask her when I get home, does she think I'm a good husband? No, she have already told me. Amen. I'm so glad I'm in this way. I'm so glad I'm in this apostolic way. When my wife and I married, she came to me, sisters, and she said, I didn't have nothing. Didn't have money to pay for the license. I mean to pay the preacher, and that wasn't but $2 a half. But we was alone. I didn't know what she was going to tell me. She said, you know one thing? I said, no. I'm so glad I married you. Lord, have mercy. Honey, those words stick with me now. Are you still glad you married me? Good. God bless you. Hey! That's been 47 years ago. And she still desired to hold me. She tells me sometime now when I'm in the other room, why don't you have her come on the bed? Right. Lord have mercy. 40 some odd years ago. But the love is still strong. Sometimes you'll say, I don't want nothing. I just want to talk. I just want to hold you in my arms. I think that's good, isn't it? Marriage should never go out of date. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Read. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. Uh-huh. The humble shall hear thereof uh-huh. and be glad. And be glad. You ought to ask your wife sometime. Do she love you? And don't stop at that. Ask her how much. Tell him the truth, don't lie. If you're sick of him, tell him, honey, I'm glad you asked that. I'm sick of you. Oh, yes, tell him the truth. What the love? <laughs> Oh, you don't say it like that. Uh, I, I thought you let him down hard. I didn't know. When you got an opportunity, that's where the devil is. When he when he see an opening, the Bible says he rushes in like a flood. <laughs> Amen. Read. Oh, magnify. Oh, look at here. I feel my help coming. He said, "My joy is back now." Huh? I get happy for just thinking about it. Because I know what it means to me. And now I'm inviting you who know just a little about him. And you've been quiet all of this time as though you didn't know what I was talking about. He said, now I want somebody to help me to rejoice in him. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Magnify for what? Magnify the Lord for what with me? What? 
Oh, magnify the Lord with me. For what? And let us exalt his name together. Uh -huh. I sought the Lord. I sought him. And he heard me. No, he didn't. I sought him. And he heard me. I, I love the Lord. He heard my cry. Ah, he heard me. Oh, the, come on. He heard me. My, my, my cry. And sometimes, sometimes I change out of my words. And sometimes I'm so heaven burdened that I can't do nothing but groan. Hallelujah. And uh, he pitied every groan. Yeah. 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 Woo. Yeah. And I decided because he's so good to me. Uh, and he brought me through uh, the dark place and long as I live. Yes, which is another vow. Long as I live and trouble rise, I know who to go to. I'm going to haste. Yes, I am. Don't try to stop me. I may be walking. You may try to slow me down. But I get to the place that I may be behind and I'm going to haste when trouble is about me. I'm going to haste. I'm going to run to it. Yes! 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 Oh.